Ring my bell? It was on the tip of my tongue to say yes, because, hello, she wanted me to ring her bell, and I would be an idiot if I didn't take her upstairs, or down the hall, or even to the pantry to see how many bells I could make chime. But I wanted more of a challenge. Maybe it was the computer genius in me that needed a complicated formula, or something that would at least pose more difficulty than opening my mouth and asking if she wanted to be on top, bottom, or a mixture of both. Ian, I elbowed him. Why don't you go take these lovely young ladies for a drink while I grab something out of the car? It was a lame excuse, but as one of the stars of the UW football team, Ian could easily take care of himself. Besides, he liked to spread the love, though it was more of a challenge when he had to please two girls at once. Right, something out of the car. The one we didn't drive. Clearly he got the hint, since he swept both girls under his bulky arms and walked off, a smug smile plastered across his face. I rolled my eyes as both girls giggled and clung to him like he was Russell freaking Wilson, which, if he kept his stats up, could easily be his reality. I quickly scanned the room. The rest of the girls looked the same. In a sea of red and green, all I saw were easy chicks ready to spread their legs for muscles and a killer smile, both of which I had in spades. They didn't nickname me Lex Luthor because I was a button-down wearing gentleman who said please and thank you in the bedroom. I was the villain, the dark side, the dirty. The bad boy the girl brought home to piss off her father, though the joke was almost always on the girl, considering I was a Mensa member. I just didn't look it. To most girls, I was the dark, brooding, motorcycle-driving loser just waiting to flunk out of college. Little did they know, I had more brain cells in my pinky finger, more money in my bank account, than they could possibly imagine. Or add, using all ten fingers. Frowning, I moved through the thick crowd of hormones and nearly collided with a short girl, dressed in an elf costume, who had a cute little white mask covering part of her face. Two big emerald green eyes scrutinized me. Sorry. My gaze fell to her cleavage, which was, refreshingly, perfect. Not too much on show, leaving just enough to the imagination. I liked it. Plus, she smelled like peppermint. And I was a damn sucker for mint. Or maybe it was just tits. I licked my lips as her green eyes blinked up at me, with a mix of shock and then confusion, as though she wasn't sure if I was friend or foe. <laughs> I was both. A little bit of both, anyway. But for tonight, I'd be the best friend she ever had. Her pink tongue snuck out, wetting her lips, and my cock twitched with envy. As if she sensed the direction of my thoughts, a bright red blush stained her cheeks. With a sigh, she huffed out a breath. Damn, more peppermint. She could handle my candy cane any day of the week.
There was something oddly familiar about her, though, like we'd met before. But that was the oldest line in the book. And the truth? Had we met before, I'd still be buried balls deep in her. She was gorgeous. Lex. I held out my hand, immediately breaking one of my playbook rules. A dude should never offer his hand first. It seemed too polite, and girls immediately assumed you were in the market for a relationship. Ian and I had created the rules the minute we realized there was a serious need to strategically navigate the college world of sex and women in a mutually satisfying way where no strings were attached. I never approached, I never offered my name, and I sure as hell didn't shake a girl's hand when I could be flicking her nipple with my tongue. Her eyebrows furrowed, and then she slowly, methodically,